Okay, I'm going to let you finish that conversation later. Um, here's my second question. What motivates you to seek those goals? What is it that's going to enable you to get to those goals? Um, you know, I, I talk to lots of people who want, uh, you know, they, they want to... Uh, Lose weight, they want to stop drinking, they want to be healthier, they want to be more successful, they want to do whatever. Um, but what, sometimes when it gets to the motivation to do what I want to do, I get stuck. Right? I might have good motivation. Anybody ever had that happen with their 20, you know, their, their year goals? They start out New Year's and, yes, I'm going to. And by February, you're like, yeah, don't ask me. Um, so, what motivates us to seek those? So, here's a goal I'm going to suggest to you. A goal of the kingdom of God. Um, and that's a big, we can unpack that for a long time, but just to put it pretty simply, um, the question, is he king or is me king? Because usually when me is king, I end up a slave to something else. I want to I wanna get things my and, and so, you know, I got this anxiety, so I, I, I want this to deal, so I'm going to get something to help me with that, and, and I'm going to get this person out and end up enslaved to, maybe it's alcohol or, or work or sex or good things, whatever it is, um, being successful, good reputation, but am I king or is he king? Or are we king? Are we trying to be king? My group. Am I... Or is he king? So when it's either he's king or we're in the kingdom of self, what I want, or society, what we want, and then it's really the, the Satan. I mean, the old way of saying that is the world, the flesh, and the devil. We're after what we want, what the world wants, or what Satan wants. So, or do we want a society where he's in charge? And so all relationships are just. But the problem is, I kind of like it when I get, when I have some privilege, when I get a little more. <laughs> How do I really want that? So Jesus said this. He said, seek the kingdom of God above all else. So here's a goal for you from Jesus himself. Something for you to seek in 2023. Seek the kingdom of God above all else. And live righteously or justly. And just before that, he's been talking about money and saying, you know, don't worry about your clothes or food or anything else. And then he says, and he will give you everything you need. And see, often that's part of our motivation, right? If I don't control this, I won't get everything I need. If I let him have control, if I really sought justice in not what I need, I might not get what I need. But if we believe... That's one piece of motivation if we believe that God's really going to provide everything, then we don't have to be so. We really could seek his kingdom and not my kingdom. But really, usually I want what I need. Am I, you following me? Um, so, key scripture there for our year. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live justly. And he'll give us everything you need. So, what is the motivation? To do that. Um, what is your motivation 
to seek the kingdom of God. So, because most of us just want life and happiness, right? You come to church and they say you should seek the kingdom of God, and you're like, yeah, I know, but I just want to watch the Vikings. And I want to have that dessert. I just, you know, it brings me happiness. Right? Um, so, is it wrong to seek happiness? A lot of us think we come to church where we're told what we ought to do. And then we say, well, but what I really want to do, I just want to seek my own happiness. Is that wrong? So Jesus told a story. Um, he said something about what the kingdom of God is like. He said the kingdom of God is... Anybody know who owns the property over there? Just that little piece of land. I was just wondering about getting a little piece of land. Ludwig, is that yours? What's that? BCF. Oh. Ah. So who do I need to talk to then? Who's that? Todd. Okay. Um, I hear you're one of the elders of BCF, is that right? Can we make a deal? How much would you, how much would it take for me to get that little piece of property? Going to cost me. <laughs> yeah, like how much? You know what, tell me right now. I really need to know. Okay, deal, let's see, all right. <laughs> how much? Five million. Okay. <clears throat> Five million. How about one? One million? Five. Okay. Jake? Five million. And you you got authority to sell this, right? Okay. <laughs> Good. Five million. Okay. Um, I got a watch. Can I sell you a watch? How uh, much? Uh, five million? <laughs> I got a house. Anybody want a, anybody want a house? Um, yeah, um, I got some shoes. Um, so, yeah, here it is. I got my five million dollars. Here you go. Woo! Yeah! Hey, now you all think I'm crazy. Because I spent $5 million for a little piece of land. You don't know what I know. You don't know what's in that land. You don't know what's there. So Jesus tells this story that the kingdom of heaven is like treasure. There's our other key word, treasure. Hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again. And then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. So, 
He had nothing except that field and the treasure that was hidden there that a lot of people didn't see. Right? And he was super happy. Jesus tells another story right after about somebody who found a pearl of great price and, and invested everything. Amen, Pearly. You're worth a lot. Um, precious pearl he found, like we have. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant on the lookout for choice pearls. When he discovered a pearl of great value, he sold everything he owned and bought one pearl. Most of us would be like, what? You're homeless for a pearl? But he had an eye for pearls that nobody else knew what was in that pearl. Right? So, um, the thing is, the kingdom of God is a treasure. Not everybody sees that. Most of us don't see how precious the kingdom of God is. But this person discovered. He saw something invisible to other people, and he saw the value of it. Right? So this is a hidden treasure to a lot of people. And a lot of us don't appreciate the value, even those of us who know it's there. Right? What was his action? He sold everything. He gave everything he had for one thing, for that treasure, for that pearl, everything. Everything. Say everything. And how much are you willing to give for the kingdom of God? Is this a little less enthusiastic on that response? Yeah. I'd encourage you to think about it. Think carefully. You don't want to make a bad deal. These people obviously thought this is a great deal. Because their attitude was one of joy. They were super excited to sell everything and be homeless and penniless. Because they got a treasure. The result... They received the treasure. They received the treasure. And that was fantastic. That was all they wanted. So the result, the value of something is the price you pay for it plus the attitude you have about paying that for it. Dan and I are looking for a car. We're trying to figure out what our values are. And uh, how much we want to spend, this isn't a great time to spend. I don't love cars enough to spend how much you've got to spend for cars right now. So, um, but, you know, when you get that car and you're excited about what you got for the car and what a great deal it was, whatever you paid for it plus your attitude about it tells you, some of you I know how much you love your kids because you, they're costly. Anybody want to say kids are costly? Um, but we pay a lot for them, and we still are joyful about our kids. I've paid a lot for my kids, and I'm really joyful about my kids. They're a treasure. So, 
2023 is a year to seek treasure. I didn't save it to the end, Pastor Jim. But that's, that, is, that is where we're at. As we are walking into this house of prayer for all nations, as we're looking up, in, out, down, seeking treasure is a theme I want us to lean into. Now, we can discover treasure accidentally. Sometimes Jesus shows up and gives treasure, but I want us to be intentional and seek the kingdom of God above all else. Even to sell all with joy. So that's the question, though. If you're going to sell everything, what would make you do that? So the motivation is the question. The motivation was joy for these people, right? Motivation of joy. A desire for joy is not too big. Our desire is too small. We are too easily satisfied, C.S. Lewis says, with success and sex, and he, he lists a few things. We're too easily satisfied with things that are not the treasure. They're good. They're valuable, but they're not the treasure. They're not worth spending your life on. But we do. Our desire for joy is too small. Our purpose is to glorify God by enjoying Him forever. That's Piper's way of putting it. By enjoying Him forever. When we enjoy God, that is why we we're made to glorify God. When we enjoy God, it tells people this is worth a lot. Because the real treasure is God. God is worth everything. God is worth seeking. God is worth enjoying. And other things that we seek that are really valuable, we just talked about the Imago Dei, the image of God. What I see in you is super valuable because you have the image of God. We value unborn children because we see the image of God in them. We, we value women in whatever situation they're in, even if it's a tough situation, because they're in the image of God. And men who are in tough situations, we don't see people as, oh, he's a, she's a, whatever that label is. She is the image of God. That adjective, adjective, whatever, is <laughs> the image of God. So that's part of the key about what is really valuable. And I think even as we think about hospitality and outreach, I'm going to get there in another sermon, but we need to see treasure. Sometimes we talk about reaching the nations and the needy and the non-Christians as if they're less somehow. But no, 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 they're treasure. We're treasure hunting. So this is a treasure hunt year. Um, and we're going to glorify God by enjoying him this year. So Jesus also tells this story. Man comes to Jesus and says, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus looked at him and loved him. He says, one thing you lack, and I'd love to help you. Go and sell everything you have and give to the poor, and you'll have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. Jesus gives him the best deal. He shows him the hidden treasure. And this guy says, no. He went away sad 
because he had great wealth. My Tanzanian friends do not understand how sad Americans can be. We can be really sad. But we have so much great wealth. We can eat every day. We have other things, but how can we be so sad? Now, I'm not, depression is a deep issue. I'm not going there, but we, he went away sad because he had great wealth that he wasn't, that's all he had. He wasn't willing to sell it all to have the treasure. But Jesus says those who choose the treasure get a hundred times in this this world and eternal life too. Wow. So, Jesus also said this, whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me will find it. I will reward each person according to what he has done. There's some losing involved. I've told you this story. Um, The next verse talks about people bringing treasure new and old out of the, you've heard this story before, but um, when we went to Tanzania with their two little kids, we were sick 40 times, I started having panic attacks, then we had a, a stillbirth the next year. And Esther Hope, Rasmussen was born about halfway through our pregnancy, and we buried her in, in Kijabi, in Kenya. And, uh, and my son Isaac um, fixed the grave and brought me back what was left of the letters that he took out to fix the, the grave. So this is part of grief lasts, even with unborn children. Um, but that sacrifice that we were making, you know, it was malaria, I don't know what it was. It was all that happened then. And maybe it's just what happens. But we were doing it intentionally, seeking God's kingdom, and saying, what are you doing, God? <laughs> we thought you were the rewarder of those who diligently seek you. It was sad. We cried when we got this very precious gift from my son, um, who was one of the twins that was born after Esther died. That's a great gift. But we are grateful for whatever we invested because of all the graduates in Tanzania from all the years that we were able to be there. And for the kids that God gave us and the other things. But it was worth, and I don't know, not that it's any exact equation, it was worth whatever we spent for the kingdom of God. And has anybody, if anybody's watched Schindler's List, you know at the end of that story, he's, he's got a, a little medal, and he says, why did I hang on to this? I could have saved another life. He saved thousands of lives, but he wished he had sold more. We want to seek. Jesus himself sought joy. He said, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, who for the joy set before him endured the cross. Joy is why Jesus died. We need to seek like Jesus. Therefore, since we're surrounded by such a great, huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, those who have trusted, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. We're all in need of grace. We all have sin that trips us up and gets in the way. We all have sins that are forgivable. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. Bethel Christian Fellowship, 
There's been things in the way. We need to run with endurance the race set before us. You need to run with endurance the race that God has set before you. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. I want to look at a lot of other stuff. I'm, I got a little ADHD, I think. I'd love to look at a lot of other stuff. But I need to keep my eyes on Jesus. The champion who initiates and perfects our face, because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding his shame. Now he's seated at the place of honor beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. It is easy to become weary and give up. Or at least slow down. Or at least put your jacket back on, because it's getting cold running in just your shorts and t-shirt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bethel Christian Fellowship, don't become weary. Don't give up. Individuals here, some of you have been running a long time, some of you new. Don't get weary. Don't give up. The kingdom of God is worth seeking. But you're going to have to keep your eyes on Jesus. Some of the people who you watch who are following Jesus might disappoint you. You might disappoint you. There's lots of things to disappoint you, but keep your eyes on Jesus. And do what he does. Do what he did. So what do you want? What's your goal? I'd suggest you seek treasure. God's glory and kingdom and justice. Make Jesus famous everywhere. Could you do this this year? What does that mean to you to seek God? To seek God's kingdom? What's it going to cost you? First, the good news. Jesus already purchased the treasure. He's giving it to you for free. The treasure is there, ready for you to take. It will only cost you everything and your life. That's it. And you get a treasure that's way beyond everything you have and your life. Eternal life, for one thing. A hundred times as much for another thing. It will cost you. But it's worth it. It's worth every penny, every minute, everything you give. So what's your motivation? Do you want love, life, and joy? What do you trust to bring you joy? We all have a mix of things that we trust bring us joy. Right? My kids bring me joy. My wife brings me joy. Some of those are gifts from God, but sometimes I can cling a little too much and forget that God is the source, right? Or whatever else it is that brings you joy. Maybe it's what you would look at on your phone. I don't know. Whatever brings you joy... Jesus wants to give you love, life, joy, and reward. Hello? Jesus wants to give you love, life, joy, and reward. If you go to him, he's got all that for you. Forever. So repent for seeking joy in little things. Turn around and go, I want the real joy. The real treasure. I've been chasing a lot of this stuff, but I want to focus. I don't receive all the good things God gives me too, but I want to focus there and, and ask for hunger for real joy. 
I know we don't pray for hunger very often. But I think we need to pray for hunger for real joy. So that we're not too easily satisfied. We're not like, this is good. Seek Jesus. Enjoy him. Would the worship team come on up? Um, and then I've just got something a little practical. 2023, we in this house of prayer for all nations, built on the foundation of the Word of God and the revelation Jesus has given, are going to seek treasure in every direction. Up, down, up, in, out. We're going to talk about that more. One small way to seek treasure to get started. I'm going to give you some practical hints as we go along. Starting now, just read the Bible. There's a treasure map you got right in front of you. Leads you right to Jesus, right to the kingdom of God. But it doesn't help if you don't look at the map. So um, I'm going to suggest we begin reading the New Testament. Somebody is telling me how much they enjoyed our reading through the New Testament last, last, this last week. I mean, last year we read through the New Testament. Last week they were telling me. Um, and others have as well. So I'm going to encourage you to read through that. I encourage you to go to Bible reading plans at BibleProject.org. They got some good helps, got some good videos. You can choose a different one if you want. You can choose to read through the whole Bible. They got a fantastic through the whole Bible, uh, Bible plan as well. But we're going to read through the, the New Testament together. We're going to go down into the foundation and the map to, to find the treasure. So um, I would invite you to have a joyful 2023 where the real joy is. And may you enjoy the treasure this, this year. Bless you. Actually, let's, let's pray together just as we're going into worship. Lord, we, we confess that we are so easily distracted. We often forget the treasure that's available. and We, we seek other things. We want to repent of that. We want to ask you to draw us into your treasure to give us your joy, to give us yourself. Thank you that you run to us as soon as we turn to you. So we want to seek you this year. Pray you should help us individually and together to seek you. In Jesus' name. you to keep worshiping and responding as you like, but I'm also going to give the benediction if you need to go. Seeking you as a precious jewel, Lord, to give up, we'd be a fool. Thank you for being our treasure. So now I ask you to bless these people in this next year. So people of God, go into 2023 with the love of the Father, following Jesus the Son who has died for you, the sustainer and perfecter of your faith, who is running this race with you, empowered by the Spirit within you, going 
for you, through you, go into 2023, into this world, seeking treasure. Amen. Thank you.